The Accountant and the Counselor audio series. Episode 3. Fully Depreciated. Malena continued to give Kane an account of her past relationships, but began to wonder if the information she shared was too much. Nonetheless, she was an open book with him because she felt comfortable. I can't lie. I was so attracted to Jason. I was so weak and vulnerable. I... You had sex with him? You say that with such judgment. No. Listen, Mylena, I will never judge you. So, how did you feel about Jason? No kind of way, really. I told him I didn't want a relationship or anything. It ended when I left California. So let's back up. You sing, write songs... And play the guitar? I do. Wow, you are very talented. I don't know many people who are right and left brain. That's unique, Mylena. Thank you. I didn't mean to change the subject, but I do want to come back to that. Earlier when I asked you what happened with Jesse, your response was California, not Christina? Why did you answer that way? (laughs) Because all hell broke loose with Jesse when I left for California. I disagree. Our hell broke loose when Jesse decided to be unfaithful. If I stayed in Atlanta, then we would have been together. Maybe even to this day. Who knows? Do you regret accepting the internship? Not at all. It changed my life. In a good way. It really was, and still is, a highlight of my life. So despite what happened with Jesse, those were the best years, huh? It was. Okay. So you mentioned you have an older brother. Are you close? I haven't talked to Terrence in five years. After my dad left, my mom stopped paying for his college expenses. I think he ended up dropping out and he cut us off after that. It was just me and Mallory. Hmm, okay. Tell me more about the job. Why do you say that it's the number one stressor for you? (sighs) I'm so unhappy there. I feel so mistreated and unappreciated, overworked. My manager is racist. How so? I mean, besides the obvious, hearing her use words cotton-picking, I overheard her say her grandmother was a part of some confederate group. Does that make her racist? Whose side are you on, Kane? I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm the only CPA on the team, and I get assigned the grunt work while everyone else is challenged. Therefore, more opportunities for them to learn, to grow, and get promoted. Meanwhile, Margie looked for reasons to discredit me, especially when we were understaffed. Months earlier, Mylena sat in her office typing on her 10 key while on a business call when Margie stormed in. Okay, Brent, I will email that to you. Thank you. You too. Why in the Sam Hill didn't you pay this bill? Excuse me? I got a notice that this bill was paid late. Margie, I process these bills. Hundreds of bills as soon as I get them. 
I'm doing the best that I can, working a three-person job on my own. Just get it done. Ugh! Despite the raging thoughts that raced through Mylena's mind fighting the urge to forcefully turn the desk completely over, she always managed to maintain professionalism. Of the three years Mylena worked at Passion Life, she had not been promoted, not once. Working in the toxic environment Margie created made Mylena even more disturbed that she was passed over for a promotion time after time. Who wants to be subjected to such hostility and not get paid for it, she thought. The week following Margie's outburst, Mylena's suspicions of foul play were realized after her last performance review, the one that would forever change her perspective of the corporate side of passion life. She sat at a table across from Paul and Margie in an undecorated, small conference room. Mylena, you know our company's standard is to have an annual performance review for all of our employees. Okay. I first want to acknowledge you for your hard work. Your colleagues in the field have great things to say about you. Okay. Here's your review. Does this say below expectations? It does. And we want to point out some things. It appears that you are not contributing the same level of effort to the team as your peers. You seem to be coming in late and leaving early. There are errors in your reporting. And let's see. Oh, seems as if you are taking several sick days. And it's been reported that you have been seen with alcoholic beverages while dining out. We know that you've been taking care of your niece. Do you think the stress of that could be getting to you? This is unbelievable. First of all, where are you getting this from? I need specifics. My coworkers can tell you that I get in earlier than most people and leave late, trying to stay on top of everything. If anything, I'm not doing enough for my niece because I'm here all the time. Secondly, I have not taken any sick days. And thirdly, are you spying on me? Mylena, you know when you leave the office, you're still an employee and you're representing the foundation at all times. What I do when I leave work is my personal time and my personal business. We sense a little hostility. Yes, I am offended by all of this. It would be different if any of this was remotely accurate and practical. Would it help if we allowed you to have reduced hours? Reduce my hours? Wow. No, Paul. What would be helpful is if you would stop making me a target. What would help is if you brought someone in to assist. Our team is understaffed. We should have at least hired two other people, like, yesterday. Do you remember when Tiffany resigned? We never replaced her. Now, I sense a little sarcasm. <sighs> These bogus issues you bring up do not warrant a below expectations. You're trying to place blame on me for management's mistakes. I get it. You need a fall guy. But it won't be me. There is no way I am signing this review. What foul play did you suspect? I was cheated. How? Well, after contesting his review, Paul and I came to terms that I would have a more favorable rating and his comments were overall constructive and positive. I signed off on that one. Okay. A couple months later, Margie went in the system somehow and changed the comments. What did she say? How did she do that? Words that were not indicative of someone hardworking. 
And I don't know, but I reported it to HR and demanded that the review I signed off on be in my permanent record. They said they couldn't do that, but they could remove all my reviews and it would be like starting completely over. So there again, another reason to not promote me. Hmm. So unfair, right? So what are you going to do? Are you going back to work? Not yet, but sadly, I will be soon. Dr. Williams wrote up the paperwork for me to take medical leave for as long as I need it, but the pay is only 50%. (sighs) I really don't want to go back. You know what I wish? What's that? I wish I could start my own business. I've dreamed about it for so long. What has stopped you? Mm, Fear. Doubt. Steady paychecks. (laughs) Hmm. Let's talk more about that next time. As far as the job goes, it sounds like you're at a crossroads and you have to make some tough decisions. Since you can't start a business overnight, you need to think about what you want in the near future. Use this time off to look for something else. Or, if you go back, set boundaries. If they say you're leaving too early when you're working late, then leave early. Don't work more than your scheduled hours. Don't answer emails after you get off, and that applies to any job you work. But what about the toxic work environment? I am not at peace. Set your sights on the next move. Just think, this is only temporary. Say that with me. This This is is only only temporary. temporary. Okay, I don't have a next move. You know what I'm hearing? What's that? You are giving them too much power. How? You said you're working a three-person job. Why are you continuing to work that way? I have no choice. Why not? If I don't, I probably won't have a job. So, sounds like what's going on here is power imbalance. It's when people are afraid to push back or complain, or risk losing their job. Do you feel like you have control over your work and your life? Somewhat. How can I get my power back? As I mentioned before, you have to set boundaries. Don't be afraid to speak up for yourself. Don't be afraid to push back. So what if they get mad? What's the worst that can happen? I lose my job? I have bills. I have to take care of Noah. I have a mortgage now. What's more important, your mortgage or your peace? If you don't have your health, would you be able to work? If I don't have a good quality of life, then what does all this mean? What makes a good quality of life for you? Actually, enjoying life. Not stressing about money. What about good health? Do you think life is worth living if you didn't have a certain lifestyle? Honestly, I don't know. I do know I don't ever want to be broke and poor again. Ever. Hmm, okay. Do you think life is worth living without a good quality of life? Yes. I do. How can you be so sure? It's all about perspective. You may have heard the phrase, your perception is your reality. Good thing is, your perception can change. That is good. We can have an entire session on perception. But I want to ask you about Noah. Okay. Are you her guardian? Yes, I am. I remember you saying her mom, your sister, was using drugs. Is that why you have her? It is. I can tell you about that next time, though. We still have time, unless you want to talk about it another time. It was 
About a year ago, Mallory was banging on my door at 8 o'clock at night. Who is it? Sis, it's me. Open up. Auntie Mylena. Hey, Noah. Mallory, <sighs> haven't heard from you in a while. How have you been? Good, Mylena. I've been doing my thing, you know? I need a big favor, Lena. What's that? I just need to go to the store. Can you watch Noah for me? And how long will you be? Oh my God, Marlena. Why is that so important? You haven't done anything for me. What's wrong with you, Mal? I have to go to work tomorrow. That's the only reason I asked. You think you better than me, huh? You been drinking, Mal? No, I have not. It's fine. I'll watch her. But please, don't be all night. Auntie Mylena, do you have something to eat? I'm hungry. I may have some chips. Auntie eats out a lot, so I don't go to the grocery store much. Can I play on your tablet? Sure. What time do you go to bed, Noah? Whenever I want. Mommy has her boyfriends over all night sometimes. They listen to loud music, and Mommy makes weird noises. Okay, Noah. <laughs> How is school? It's okay. Something's not right. Your mom has been gone for three hours. <sighs> she does that. She'll be gone for hours. And who watches you? Sometimes no one. Mommy says I'm old enough to be home all by myself. N Noah, you're seven. That's not old enough. I wish you would have called me. Mommy's phone doesn't always work. <sighs> Come here, Noah. I'm so sorry. Auntie Mylena? Yes? Will you sing me a song to sleep? Sure. Give me a sign Cause I wanna believe And see with my own eyes That you are here with me, oh Lord Cause I realize That you have the power To turn things around But I need a sign To comfort me now Mylena and Noah dozed off on the couch. Before long, the sun peered through the window blinds in her living room. Mylena woke up to the loud, buzzing sound of her alarm. She fretfully jumped up, baffled. Noah! Noah, wake up! Oh, my God. I have to be at work. Mylena called Mallory's phone, but there was no answer. No. No, 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 no! Oh, Auntie Mylena, I'm supposed to be at school at 7.30. Noah, you don't even have clean clothes. You don't have your backpack. It's okay. 
Mommy sends me to school in the same clothes sometimes. Noah, that's enough. Okay, go to the bathroom and wash up. Ugh! Mallory! So Mallory just left Noah with you? She never came back? Nope. <laughs> hmm. Interesting. And at first, I was so angry with her. I thought, what kind of mother would just leave their child? And then it hit me. That's exactly what our mom did. Suddenly, I wasn't so mad at Mallory anymore. I was infuriated with my mom all over again. I went on to work the next day, but I was worried sick. I was frantic. I couldn't focus. <laughs> me, my mom, my grandma, we called everywhere. Just when we were about to file a missing persons report, we heard from Mallory's neighbor, Jill. What happened? Mallory overdosed. On heroin. Oh, no. Mallory went into rehab, got out, relapsed, went back to rehab, got out again, and now she's back in rehab again. Today she's recovering, but still not ready to get Noah back. So I decided to keep Noah with me. It was best. Was it really best for you? Where else would she go? My grandma couldn't handle her. She lives in South Carolina now. As much as my mom would have loved to have a chance for that do-over, Mallory would have killed me. You think I resent my mom? Mallory's resentment is on another level. There is no way I would have let Defax take her. Noah's dad wants nothing to do with her. But Noah's with your mom now, right? Yes, temporarily. I'm getting Noah back. Do you think that's a good idea? Yes. Noah is my responsibility. I am her guardian. Okay. I understand. I just want you to focus on healing right now. I know the relationship with your mom is strained. Sounds like Noah is in good hands, though, right? Yes, but... So take advantage of this opportunity, of your mom stepping in to help. Let's work on getting you better. And in time, which I believe will be soon... You'll be equipped to manage everything without getting into that destructive mental and emotional place. I know. I miss Noah. I feel more stressed about her not being with me. I promised her I would take care of her. I let her down. I'm such a terrible person for doing this. This is my fault. No, no. One thing you must do is stop with the negative self-talk. You are not a terrible person. How can you say that, Kane? Look at this situation. And it's not the end of the world, Mylena. You feel that way because you don't trust your mom. Have you ever thought about family counseling? With you, Mallory, and your mom? No. Do you think your mom and Mallory would be open to that? My mom would, but Mallory? Probably not. Okay. Something else I want to ask you. Okay. Do you have a hard time letting go of control? Sometimes. Do you trust God? Of course I do. This is not to offend you. Just want you to think on that. Faith without works is dead. 
But when you put in the work, you got to have faith that God will take care of everything else. Remember the worksheet that I gave you about cognitive distortions? Yes, I read it, but it kind of went over my head. So cognitive distortions are irrational thoughts that lead to feelings of sadness, feeling down or unworthy. They're simply not accurate, a.k.a. distorted. You tend to overgeneralize and ignore the positive things. This week, I want you to be aware of that. Every time you say out loud or think about saying anything negative, say something positive. Instead of, I'm a terrible person, say, I am a good, kind person. What's good about me? Look at what I've done. A whole lot, my Lena. The fact that you beat the statistics. Do you know how many people I have counseled who come from poverty and today are high school dropouts, have three or four kids with no job? Some are even homeless. You taking in your niece tells me you are a good-hearted, caring person. I didn't think about it like that. You are so smart. You are so caring. You are... I mean, I could go on and on. Thank you, Kane. I understand how you feel about missing Noah. And I'm not saying you shouldn't see her. I encourage you to spend time with her. Maybe you can take her somewhere to get some ice cream or to the park. Kane, <laughs> that's a great idea. There is a park really close to my mom's place. Oh, maybe I can see her today. You should. Will we always have evening appointments? I've always done evening appointments. I teach at Atlanta University during the day. You are actually my only client. What do you mean only? Well, I'm not taking any more clients here. Once I earn my doctorate, I will most likely be moving. Oh. Don't worry. I won't move before our session's in. Where are you moving to? What about your son? Maybe West Virginia. Not quite sure yet. There are a lot of opportunities for me to grow my practice there and be a full-time professor after my fellowship. We'll see. And uh, it's a little complicated, but his mother and I discussed arrangements. I'll have him during the summer and holidays, and I'll be down on the weekends. Oh, okay. What do you do for self-care? Mm, I hang out with my friends, Ashley and Martina. Okay. Do you get massages or meditate? Do yoga? Walk? A massage sounds nice, but no, I guess I don't. Here, I have a list of self-care activities. Read this when you get a chance. Okay, I will. Seriously, please read it. Put yourself first. Okay. Before we end today, I want to talk to you about this talent of yours. Okay. Tell me more about, is it? Zanabi? Zanabi, yes. <laughs> wow, you are such a great listener. Thanks. I take a lot of notes. <laughs> Zanabi has been riding with me since my sophomore year in college. Next to Ashley and Martina, she's my other bestie. Where is Zanabi now? Um, I haven't picked her up in so long. She's a wallflower right now. <laughs> hanging out in my bedroom inside her case. I want you to do something. Take her out of the case. Tonight. Hold her. Strum her. 
and then write down what you feel afterwards. Okay. I can do that. How many songs have you written? Uh, about 200. 200? That's dope. Why didn't you pursue a record deal or a career as a performer? I did, right after undergrad. It didn't work out, so I went on to get my master's. I don't believe in being broke. Had enough of that growing up. I understand that. When was the last time you wrote a song? It's been a while. I haven't been motivated to write anything. But I have been singing. Okay. Want to hear something? That is if you have time. I do. Uh, okay. <laughs> I actually have the instrumental to this song on my phone. <laughs> okay, I got it. Whew, goodness. <laughs> I'm not normally this nervous. Is this one that you wrote? No. Um, so this is a song I heard recently. I played it over and over again because when I heard the words, I, I just connected with it. I mean, it says exactly how I feel right now. You know, I don't like talking about how I really feel with people because they want to offer solutions and they say, just pray about it. God will fix it. They don't understand. I have this hurt and pain in my heart. And I just want to cry. Anyway. Okay. So here it is. <clears throat> Don't laugh at me. I won't. for 
cocaine? Was it that bad? Bad? Listen, I'm not exaggerating when I say this. Your voice, perfection. That was truly something special. <laughs> you liked it? No, I loved it. Oh my God. Thank you. You have got to focus on your gifts, Mylena. You are incredibly talented. You seem like such a good person. I know you're going through a lot, but I want you to keep singing, keep writing, keep playing. Take at least 30 minutes every day. Do you think you can do that? I'll try. I'm so drained, especially when I leave work. I just go to bed as early as possible. You have got to fight, Mylena. Fight through this. It's hard, I know. Schedule the time. Put it on your calendar. The more you can focus on positive things, things that make you feel good, the better you'll be. Okay. So, next Wednesday, 6 o'clock? I'll be here. And Kane, I'm so sorry to keep you here way past my hour. Next time, stop me at 7? No apologies needed. I would stop you if I wanted to. Okay. I'll walk you out. By the way, I like your shirt. Oh, you like my straight out of Atlanta t-shirt? <laughs> Are you from here too? Nah, Chicago. Oh, what brought you down here? I stayed after college. I like the warm winters. Warm? <laughs> well, I guess it is compared to up there. Mylena, take care of yourself. I will. I mean it. Take care of yourself. Really. Okay, Kane. I appreciate you. I'll see you next week. No problem. Thank you for sharing your gift. You're welcome. <laughs> Bye, Kane. Bye, Mylena. God, Ashley. <laughs> One sec. Okay, I'm back with Martina. You guys! What happened? My session today with Kane was everything. Details. It was really good. He is the best. Did you find out if he was single? I think he is. Today, he mentioned that he has to make arrangements with the mother of his child. Didn't say wife or girlfriend. Did he flirt with you at all? No. He gave me a compliment, though. Wait, so what was so special about today? It was just so good. I was comfortable and... What? I sang a song for him. You did, did what? <laughs> I know. I couldn't believe I did that. I never sing for anyone like that. But he loved it. See? I told you your healing was near. Guys, want to meet me at Oakwood Park? I've been so out of it. I didn't even think to take Noah there so I can spend some time with her. Yeah, when are you going? That's a good idea. I can take the kids for about 20 minutes. I'm going to call my mom now and see what she's doing. Either way, I'm headed that way. So we can finish our talk when I see y'all? Sure. All right, honeys. Hello? Hi, Mom. Hey, sweetie. How are you feeling? 
I'm doing better. How's everything with you? I'm doing good. I wanted to take Noah to Oakwood Park if you didn't have any plans. No, no plans. She finished her homework today. One more month of school left and my little Noah will be a rising second grader. Yeah, the school year has flown by. I can bring her there. No, that's okay. I'll come and get her. And then take her back. Okay. See you soon. You're listening to 103.7 The Hawk. It's currently... Classic music all day. Hello. You are listening to The Safe Space, where we deep dive into the issues of our guests who have had or are still dealing with anxiety and depression. You'll hear their stories on how they've learned to manage and how they overcame. You'll also learn valuable tools for combating stress from mental health experts. We want our listeners to live their best lives, whole and mentally well. Before I introduce today's guests, I just want to say something about the stigma of mental health. People just gotta stop judging those of us that suffer from mental illness, whether it's anxiety disorder, depression, PTSD, or any other mental illness. I hear people out here saying things like, they just need to pray about it. Get over it. What's the point of therapy? Listen, if you are sick with pneumonia, or if you think you're having a heart attack, are you just gonna pray about it? (laughs) No, ma'am. You're gonna go see a doctor immediately. (laughs) Or you might just pray and hope that God leads you to the right doctor, the doctor that knows what he's doing. The point of this is, if you have high blood pressure, diabetes, a heart condition, or any other kind of condition, you're gonna seek help from an expert, right? So what's the difference when someone seeks help from a therapist for their mental health condition? So friends, if you're out there struggling, listen to me. It is okay. Own your story. I just had to vent a little bit. Let let me get off this soapbox. (laughs) Okay, today my guest is a social anxiety coach who suffered from anxiety and panic attacks. He will share how he has changed his life and how he strives to help others. Right here from Atlanta, Dr. Chris Matthews. I missed you too, Noah. You have no idea. Hey, dear. Hey. We'll be back in about an hour or so. No problem. Take your time. Are you feeling better, Auntie? When am I coming back to stay with you? I am getting better each day. And you'll be back very soon. I promise. I hope so. I thought you liked staying with Gigi. I do, but it's funner with you. More fun, you mean? No, funner. Hey. Hey. Martina, your babies are so big now. I know, right? Look at Noah and how tall she is. Yeah, her dad is pretty tall. So you were saying earlier. Yeah, so Kane said I need to take at least 30 minutes a day to do something I enjoy. So you know the song I told you about? The one I started a while ago? I want to finish it. I am going to finish it. Good. 
you're making a lot of progress. That's good, honey. Okay, okay. So before we get too excited about Kane, we need to think about this. Think about what? He probably can't get involved with his clients like that. Why not? Counselors have to abide by some type of ethics code, I'm sure. Who was going to tell? Mm, I didn't think about that. Plus, there's other bad news. What? He said he may be moving. Where? West Virginia. He said may or will. It's not definite because he's still weighing his options between staying here or going away for his career. Well, there's nothing wrong with following a man. I sure would. Wait, wait. <laughs> Where is this conversation going? Why are we even going there? Kane is my counselor, not my boyfriend. Not yet. Okay. This is why I need to focus on the therapy. Nothing else. We'll see about that. <laughs> you all are bad influences. <laughs> <laughs> I've been doing some research on mental health. I came across an interesting term. Mindfulness. Martina, you know what that means? A mindful of mess. I have no idea. You tell me, Dr. Phil. Mindfulness, silly. It means paying attention to our thoughts and feelings without judgment. So that proves my point. If you are feeling Prince Kane, then just go all in, girl. No judgment over here. Who cares about ethics and codes? You only live once. I saw something else about how yoga and meditation can help. I would like to try that. Would you ladies be interested? Well, Martina, maybe just the meditation part for you. Yeah, not sure how much flexing I could do with this basketball in my tummy. <laughs> I guess I can try. All right, then. I'm on it. Well, well. Look at this one coming right up. Ash, this one is for you, girl. Excuse me? Hi. Uh, my friend over here thinks you're cute, and she Actually, just... Actually, I'm already seeing someone. Well, that's too bad. He said that a little too fast. Well, we tried. <laughs> no, you need to stop playing matchmaker. You suck at it. Everyone is not trying to get married and have kids like you. I want to travel, see the world. I do too, with my man by my side. How boring is that to go alone? You wouldn't travel alone? I mean, before Luis and the kids? No way. Would you, Lena? I probably would. Would you go to a restaurant alone? No. You're weird. No, that's self-care. You really are into this mental health thing. What are you going to start doing next? Tree hugging? Actually, I just might. <sighs> I have so much to think about. Kane stirred some things up in me. I even started thinking about writing a business plan. You know, people have asked me about doing their taxes. What if I can work on building my client base and leave corporate? Yes, you can and you should. You can get our business. That tax guy we use now is a ripoff. And we always owe way too much every year. Okay. Y'all got me thinking. I admit, for the first time in a long time, I feel okay. Yes. Oh, that makes me so happy. Me too. I'm so happy to hear you say that. Soon after Mylena left, Kane went back to his office and plopped down in his reclining office chair, shocked and mesmerized by what he just heard. He wondered, how did this beautiful, talented woman with so much drive end up in such a dark and dreary place? 
Kane could not stop thinking about Mylena. In that short time, he felt a spark. He was smitten. Seeking to justify his feelings, Kane called his good friend, Brandon. Hey, man, what's going on? Nothing much, brother. What's going on with you? I want to run something past you. What's up? Hypothetically, say you know someone in my position who has this client. Hmm. He likes her. Oh, man, I'm going to stop you right there. Don't do it. Hypothetically. Okay, well, hypothetically, unless this person does not want to lose everything that they work hard for, tell them to run the other way, man. But what if things are kept quiet? That's a huge risk this person would be taking, and it's reckless. You got to be careful of the cold police out there, just waiting for folks to slip up. Trust me, I've seen this before, and it won't end well. Hmm. All right. So what's so special about this girl? Who's worth risking dude's career? He thinks she's worth the risk. Very special girl. They all are. She's different, though. All right, man. If your friend insists, which sounds like he does, then I would tell him to be very careful because the ethics committee don't play. Duly noted. What's going on with Paula? She's still trying to keep you from seeing your son? I haven't seen Jordan in three weeks. She said I may get him next weekend. Damn, Paula is bitter. That can't be right. She can't keep doing that. She's only hurting your son. No, it's not right. My attorney is helping me with some things. Keep your head up, man. Keep me posted. I will, man. I appreciate it. All right. (sighs) Kane, what are you getting yourself into? Accountant and the Counselor was brought to you by Dove Love Productions and One Talent Inc. based on a stage play written by Mila Mahia. Directed by Bonnie Collins and Mila Mahia. Featured performances by Rosa Sylvester as The Narrator, Amina Tai as Mylena Hendrick, Alexander Gothard as Kane Princeton, Brooklyn Revel as Ashley James, Jordan Johnson as Martina Gomez. Audio in-house production, sound design, and editing by Jonathan Allen of Phi Sound. For the full list of production credits, please visit TATCseries.com.